next, we talk about the college football national championship game. Two true blue bloods going at it Monday night. The Ohio State Buckeyes and Alabama Crimson Tide. This game is featuring strength against strength as far as the offenses go. Um, there should be a lot of points, um, a lot of dynamic playmakers, uh, big-time quarterback plays, Heisman Trophy winner. So we'd break it down next with Colin Quinlan. Welcome to another episode of Your Best Bets. It is the College Football National Championship Edition. We're going to be talking about the Ohio State Buckeyes against the Alabama Crimson Tide on Monday night. Uh, joining me to discuss it, Colin Quinlan. Colin, uh, Notre Dame gave it a, a pretty decent run in the semifinals. Uh, at least they slowed Alabama down a little bit. Hey, yeah, you know, I'm I'm glad they covered the spread. I uh, I was hoping they could at least do that. I, I knew there wasn't really much of a shot of them winning that game. Alabama's offense just too explosive. Um, I, I didn't think Notre Dame's offense really had the potency to keep up with them, but I was happy to see that they could at least put some points on the board and stick with them for a little bit. So I, I was I was fairly happy with it. The 31 points I saw was the, the, the lowest total that Alabama's had in two seasons, which is, you know, saying something about Notre Dame's defense. And uh, I think you're right. They just didn't have the, the horses to hang with them, at least offensively. But uh, I think it was a pretty respectable showing um, overall. And then the other game, I think, I mean, I, I was really surprised, especially after Clemson came out and sort of threw the first punch and – you know, they looked good on their first couple drives. And then after that, uh, uh, Justin Fields just, I mean, he just really lit it up. Yeah, you know, I, I was pretty shocked too. I, I really didn't expect that from Ohio State's offense. I know they have the capability to do that, but Fields hasn't really been too consistent throughout the year. But that's really what people are saying he is. He's the number two quarterback prospect in the draft. So, that's that's what he's capable of, and if he's able to do that against Alabama, I think we're in for another good game. I was looking at a mock draft today, actually. I think it was um, I think it was Todd McShay on ESPN.com, and he had him going 15 to the Patriots, and he had uh, um, he had the, the BYU kid uh, Zach Wilson as his second quarterback, and I question that after what I saw in that in the semis when I mean Fields he threw one awful pass the pick in the end zone but other than that I mean he he threw the ball deep he was mobile um, he came back after he got injured he got I mean he got hit really hard in the back um, and you know he still kind of showed that he can take a hit he can move on and he can still you know make the throws so uh, I'll be interested to see what you know how the quarterbacks fall in the draft when we get there um, in a couple months. Uh, but for now, I want to talk about what we got uh, coming Monday night, and uh, it's it's going to be a fun game. Right now, the, the, the line is Alabama favored by nine. 
the over-under is at 75 and a half. Uh, I, I would say it's not surprising to anyone that that total is so high. Um, I was looking at this game today, Colin, and uh, this is this is uh, one of the bigger bigger favorites we've had in, in the, the six college football playoff championship games. Um, it's the it's the biggest favorite since we've uh, Florida State played Auburn in, in 13. Uh, an Ohio State win would be the biggest upset in a championship game since Ohio State beat Miami in 2002. Um, so it's they're a pretty heavy underdog. Um, first of all, what do you think uh, maybe one or two keys are for Ohio State to hang in this game and, and to potentially pull the upset? Well, obviously I think Justin Fields' play is going to be the biggest key for Ohio State. Um, if we're going to get the Justin Fields in the Northwestern game where he throws – few interceptions, the Justin Fields and IU game where he throws three interceptions. I, I can't see them hanging with Alabama's offense. So I think he's going to need to play pretty much exactly like he did against Clemson, throwing those deep balls, deep balls well, making the, uh, the correct passes, not trying to do too much. Um, I think he's going to be pretty important to keeping them in the game. And then I think Ohio State's pass defense is going to be um, – Another key, I think they're going to need to be pretty stout. Um, they only allowed 29 against 29, right against Clemson. Uh, I think that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. So they held a pretty solid Clemson offense to 29. Uh, I think Lawrence did throw for 400, but yeah. they 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 were able to hold them to 29, which was pretty impressive because Clemson has a, a solid offense. So I think their pass defense is going to be important just because they have, you know, Mac Jones, Devontae Smith, um, maybe even Jalen Waddell, which would be un- just crazy if they had all those guys. So I think they're going to need to play pretty well. Uh, Sean Wade, he was quoted as saying, um, you already know who I want to go up against when uh, they asked him um, about the game. So he, he's ready. So I, I think they're going to need to step up and make some plays to keep them in the game. I think the uh, they've been relying on Trey Sermon quite a lot, the Ohio State offense. I think this is I'm, – I'm kind of placing this as of utmost importance for them to stay in this game. And it, it's kind of the idea, and I kind of say this a lot, but when there's a huge underdog – versus a team with a dynamic offense and unstoppable offense like Alabama's that, you know, the idea is to kind of hold the ball and time of possession. It's kind of an old fashioned way of thinking, but I do think there's some validity to it. And, um, we know what he did against Northwestern, uh, ran for three thirty one, uh, another one ninety three against Clemson a couple weeks ago. He's a bigger guy, but I mean, he's been awesome. And, uh, it's pretty nice when, you have Justin Fields back there that is such a threat to throw the ball. And, you know, they got Olave on the outside, but then you can hand it to a guy that, you know, is getting five, six yards of carry. Um, so I think Trey Sermon is a key to uh, making that offense balanced and uh, kind of controlling the football. Um, another kind of underrated aspect of Justin Fields is his mobility. Um, I think that him not just taking off and running, but being able to being able to keep plays alive, move around in the pocket. Um, I think that's going to be important. Um, 
uh, you know, Olave and Wilson, maybe the best receiver duo in the country after uh, Devontae Smith and Jalen Waddle when, when he's healthy. Um, so, uh, but the fields moving around, his mobility, his athleticism, keeping plays alive, you know, maybe getting 40, 50 yards rushing to, you know, keep drives alive. I think that's going to be another key to this game. And interestingly to me, um, I think Alabama's defense is good, but I think you can move the ball on them. Um, the, the, probably the two best offenses that they played were Mississippi and Florida, and both of those games were shootouts, um, Florida and the SEC championship game. Um, but those guys had playmakers on, on both those teams, especially Florida. And uh, so similarly, Ohio State's got a ton of playmakers. So I think Ohio State's going to be able to score, don't you? I, I, I definitely agree with that. They, they showed that they can put up the points against Clemson. That was pretty much the first real defense we saw them play. I mean, IU has a pretty solid defense too. So we we know that they can put, put up some points. Um, I think it, it definitely relies on their run game. If they can get their run game going, they can kind of allow Fields to stop the passing games for Fields, let him make some plays. And like you said, um, him making plays with his legs will be also pretty important because that that is an underrated aspect of this game that not many people talk about. So I I do think they'll be able to put up some points. It just depends on how much Alabama is going to score in this game. I think. Um, they, um, one thing that I I sort of caught when Ohio State was playing Clemson is that they ran a lot of up tempo offense and, um, you know they they have the athletes to kind of play that way play fast um i think it it might be to their benefit to continue playing that way um you know just kind of preventing the defense from making substitutions um it can kind of get the defense in some bad spots so i would like to see them kind of continue that against alabama um as far as alabama's concerned colin i mean is this just a case of them continue doing what they've been doing for three months now yeah, you know, I, I, I just think they're going to need to continue on their path. I mean, Notre Dame kind of tried to slow down the pace, I think we saw in that game, uh, control the ball with their uh, run game. I think we saw that a little bit in the second quarter. Notre Dame got the run game going a little bit, and it kind of kept the ball out of Alabama's offense, his hands. But I think as long as they keep doing what they're doing – they'll be able to put up the points and hang with them. I don't really think it will matter necessarily how many points Ohio State scores because I think they can score at will. So I think it, it ju- they just need to keep doing what they're doing. It's an offense that averages 48 a game, um, scored more touchdowns than any other team, um, almost eight yards per play. Um, that, that's, not just, that's not just passing the ball, that's per play. Um, They've put up 40 points or more in every game, but two, including the Notre Dame game. Um, yeah, I mean, we talk about what they do in the passing game with Devontae Smith and, and Jalen Waddell. If he's, if he's going to be in there, we'll see if he'll be back with the, with the high ankle sprain. But, um, I mean, you got Najee Harris back there who probably made one of the – just probably the best play of the season with the, the hurdle. Uh <laughs> Uh, yeah in the semis i mean i literally stood up and i yeah i said yeah that, I said that was ridiculous that one yeah um so i mean it's just it's there's just so many weapons that they can hurt you with 
And uh, I think the key for Ohio State is is to get to Mac Jones, and I, you just really haven't seen it uh, from really any team. I thought Notre Dame got to him a couple times, but he was able to make plays. But I think they got to hit him. I think they got to sack him, and I think they got to probably get him up the middle. But it it just seems like no team has really been able to put pressure on him uh, to kind of disrupt you know the timing of of their passing game. Yeah, I, I think getting pressure on him is pretty important. Notre Dame was able to do a little bit, and I think that helped them to stay in the game a little bit more. But I think if they get pressure, they'll just start running the quick slants, uh, hit either Waddle or uh, Smith over the middle, and once those guys get in the space in the middle, it's it's over. So I, th- I think they can get to Mac Jones, um, disrupt the game a little bit, because he's not – He's not very mobile, so disrupting that pass game will be a, a, an important key for Ohio State just to kind of um, not let Alabama get in as much rhythm as they, they can. So that, that's definitely an important aspect of Ohio State's defense for sure. As far as the, the numbers go in this game, um, I was looking just now at the, the team totals here. Something, that's one of my favorite bets to do. Total points by Alabama over under forty one and a half. Uh, Ohio State over under thirty three and a half. Um, you know, just said the stat that Alabama has only been under forty points twice. Um, Ohio State's defense is, I mean, they 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 caused some turnovers uh, against Clemson. You know, they I think Lawrence fumbled twice, threw a pick. I think that's their only hope for them to slow Alabama down enough where they don't put up 40. Um, I would probably lean toward taking the total points by Alabama over the 41 and a half. I mean, that's that's a nice number when you think of 42 points, um, you know, just just based on, on the math. Um, you have a lean either way on the, on the, the total there, 41 and a half for Bama? Yeah, I'm going to agree with you. I'm going to go over on this one. I just think their offense is way too powerful. And Ohio State's defense hasn't really looked great necessarily. I mean, as I said earlier, they they did hold Clemson in 29, which was impressive. But we saw earlier they allowed, what, 35 to Indiana? And, I mean, they have a good offense, don't get me wrong, but uh, Alabama's a whole other animal. So I, I definitely see them going over that 41 points there uh words so what's your official pick as far as the the it's nine points on this sports book on DraftKings. i've seen it eight and a half elsewhere but eight and a half or nine uh what's what's your final pick as far as can can ohio state cover that number i don't think so i i think alabama's offense is just too good especially if jalen waddle comes back that's just another weapon they have i think even if he's not 100 percent, he's still a top receiver in college football so i think if he's back that just gives them too many options um we saw in the notre dame game they used that uh stack formation so you couldn't um double jalen waddle and that just poses a whole nother problem so I, I think if they utilize that, uh, Steve Sarkeesian can definitely draw up some uh, plays to get their guys open, make some explosive plays happen. So I, I I can't see Ohio State hanging with that in that nine points just just because Alabama's offense is too good. Uh, I I think Justin Fields will have to play another perfect game for that to happen, and I just 
don't think that will necessarily happen again. So I, I'm going to give Alabama the points here. I'm with you. I think this is a 13 to 17 point game, something like that, like a 45, 28, 45, 31 game. Um, I, I would lay the nine as well and take Bama. I would take their team total over 41 and a half. It sounds like I'm a big Bama fan. Um, also, another one I like, total points in the first quarter, uh, 16 and a half over under. I'll take the over on that. Um, because when both of these teams score, I mean, they've been scoring big plays. I mean, they, yeah. Alabama didn't necessarily yeah. do that a lot against Notre Dame, but Ohio State did. Mm-hmm. And um, I, would just, I would just bet that you'll see – you know, maybe fourteen seven kind of game at the end of that first quarter. So I would take the over there. I, I mean, anything with the points, I, I would just fa- I would just go ahead and you know, you got yeah, the two, I agree. The two, the two best units in this game are both the offenses for um, sure. So I think that's just the way you would you you would be going out on a limb if you if you decided to you know take a, take the under. Over. Yeah, that'd be that'd be a bold strategy for sure. Right. I wanted to talk about player props, but they're not available yet as we recorded this on Thursday night. Um, so can't really get to those. Um, but we both like Bama and uh, just another national championship for Nick Saban. Um, <laughs> we'll see how it plays out. Uh, Colin, thanks for joining me on this super mega quick college football national championship preview. Yeah, for sure. I appreciate you having me the end of a three episode week for us we'll be back next week to talk golf nfl playoffs and uh, we'll do a brief nba show as well so thanks for tuning in once again we'll see you next time